Hey friends, welcome to the Chosen and Called podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Today we have my good friend Alyssa Heiser on the podcast and anyone that knows Alyssa can just describe her with the word joy, pure joy. And so I'm so happy to have her on here to talk about all things life in Jesus while sharing her testimony. So here we have Alyssa Heiser on the Chosen and Called podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Alyssa. I am 32 years old and still growing and learning in life and learning about Jesus every day. I am a wife to Alex. We've been married now almost 11 years and you know, as we are getting ready to celebrate our anniversary here in a couple weeks, it's been really neat just how our perspective has changed and you know, really in celebrating that it is just celebrating God's goodness, his faithfulness, his work in our lives because it's nothing of us. It is all Jesus. So that's pretty exciting to be celebrating. And uh, I am also a mama to two beautiful boys. And since our oldest was born five years ago, I've had the privilege of being able to stay home as a homemaker, a stay-at-home mom, just raising our babies and um, doing life with them. And that really has been such a gift. Uh, By profession, I am a registered nurse in labor and delivery. I've been doing that now for almost 10 years and still love it as much as the day I started. And kind of have this neat and unique position, I would say, of having the world of labor and delivery with me and a stay-at-home mom combined, where I still get to be part of birth and yet raise my babies at the same time. So that's been really cool how God orchestrated that all. Uh, On the weekends, I have the opportunity to come alongside of people uh, as our church reaches the Valley for Christ, and it really has been an honor to see God just radically transforming lives and um, being a part of getting to share Jesus and just love people and be there for them. It is, like I said, really an honor to be a part of something that is just so much bigger and part of, you know, kingdom work, really. Um, Kind of some fun, random little tidbits, I guess. I am a musician and lover of all things sports, competition, a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. I do love to cook and I would say cooking is my love language (laughs) of really acts of service but um I really love to cook and just bless people with a warm meal um I do live to scare people (laughs) many know this already but um I mean I also live to just love people right where they are at and really just to tell them about Jesus I love all of that so much and that is such a great summary of who you are and what your life is like. I love it. So I have a question. How did you decide to start nursing? What got you started on having that as your livelihood? I started my nursing career uh, with a passion instilled at the age of 10 when I saw my youngest sister be born. And from that moment, just seeing her life begin, I'm like, I want to deliver babies the rest of my life. And God just 
instilled that in me and um, I've had the opportunity to do that now like I said just a little over nine years and it's been really special and such a blessing and um, really uh, just a form of ministry in itself just serving my patients you know bringing light and Jesus to birth and to the families and it's been a really just amazing opportunity it's more than just the nursing work it's more than just the job it's just been one of the coolest things that I've got to be a part of so far I love that I actually know a few people that you've helped them give birth and every single one of them they're like Alyssa has been the best person to have by my side because it's so fun with her and so joy-filled and yeah so Labor and delivery. Melissa is the person for you. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Okay. So last episode we did this and we're going to keep doing it. What we're going to do a general question. And so the general question is what is the best thing you ever changed in your life that helped you grow? The biggest thing, there's a lot. How much time do you have actually? (laughs) Um, We may need to do this a few more times, but one of, I would say, the more recent ones within the last few years would be living in anticipation on the daily of what it is that God is going to do, who he's going to bring my way, who I get to interact with, um, what circumstances may come, um, and realizing that everything truly is divine opportunity that he has ordained. So living in that anticipation of God, how are you going to use me? I'm here, I'm ready, I'm willing, what are you going to do today? And that has transformed my life because it, it allows you to live in such excitement every day of how yeah. we get to be part of his plan and how he's going to use us and what we get to do that's with amazing. what he's given us. It's really cool. And so honestly, I would say that's there's a lot of things, but that has probably been the most recent within the last few years that has transformed yeah. my life, my family's life, and just so, people around me. So what do you think like made you get to that point of realizing that every day is an opportunity to serve God and be his hands and feet? Like what, what got you to there? So... Probably another one, as I mentioned, there's a few things, but um, one of the things was realizing that, you know, for one, life is a gift, and I truly view it that way. Um, You know, as long as we are living and breathing and waking up each day, like our story is not done, and God is using us, and He is still writing, and we have the best author, obviously, to be writing our story. And so, you know, making the most of, of what it is, and being joyful and grateful and changing the perspective on life, right? It's all about perspective is what people say. And it doesn't just happen overnight, but it's you know, kind of the renewing of your mind, the renewing of perspective mm-hmm. of, of seeking those opportunities and allowing it to come and taking the most of it instead of just... I don't really know letting it pass by or being, you know, what do we have to lose? Yeah. Really? What do we have to lose? We know Jesus. We have it all right now. What else do we have to lose essentially? And so, um, it kind of started also in my nursing career, you know, nursing is really serving people, right? Whether you know Jesus or not, because you know, nurses, you serve people, you're literally the hands and feet. And that's what I think of really being the hands and feet of Jesus and serving people. And, um, 
our life as Christians, knowing Jesus, followers of Christ, is serving his people. And that's really what we're called to do. Like biblically, you know, that's what his word says, um, calling to serve people and realizing of living a life of service. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a pastor Mm -hmm. in order to serve people or be in ministry. So a life of service, a life of ministry can be in anything that we do. So it kind of started on that tangent, I would say, and that work started happening in my heart and realizing, wow, really everything, even raising my babies, like... I'm stewarding the gifts that God has given me, right? And serving my family, serving my children, um, my husband. Uh, It's ministry. You know, everything that we do, we just live a life of ministry. So it kind of started that way, I would say, and then transformed into, okay, now we're doing this, you know, life of ministry essentially in everything that we do. You know, now the exciting part is living in that anticipation of how God is going to use that. It's just been very powerful. Um, I think it's even grown, you know, changed my husband's perspective just as God kind of worked in my heart. And I got to share that with him like, whoa, I've had this, you know, maybe some people already realize that, but this realization of, you know, a life of service, a life of ministry and living in anticipation of how God is going to use that every day. And we're even, you know, with our five-year-old, our oldest working on that right now with mm-hmm. Weston. And I, I think he is slowly starting to really seize those opportunities. And at five years old, you know, just kind of understanding of how, you know, opportunities that we can tell people about Jesus and just love them right where they're at. Yeah, I love that. And I think like through having the mindset of my life is a ministry, I don't know, I feel like it's really easy to kind of hand it over to the big guys and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll let the pastor take care of that. or. I'll let this person take care of that instead of owning your own faith and Mm -hmm. owning where you're at and where God has placed you and using that. And so I think when you have that mindset of like, my life is a ministry, you're committed, you're like motivated, you're pursuing Mm -hmm. this ministry, you're pursuing God. And I think like anyone that encounters you is going to see that and Mm -hmm. see the difference. Well, and that is the prayer, right? That's the hope is that it is, it is nothing of us. You know, we, we are just gifted with, for one, it's such a blessing to know Jesus, but, um, and be saved. Like what a gift that is in the hope of heaven that we have, but also just being like, this is, this brings us so much joy when we look at it that way. Cause you know, life is not easy. People are not easy you know life is hard um, because we're we're in a fallen broken world so it doesn't matter how much you love Jesus Mm -hmm. how strong your relationship is with him you know there are still struggles and we still have struggles you know in parenting in life in relationships like we're not exempt from that but despite the hardship living in that way and just having the light of Jesus brings so much joy and how we do these things. And that has been my prayer specifically is that when people meet me or know me, you know, when they meet me for the first time, I want them to see Jesus and know there's something different, obviously pointing right back to him. So, you know, all the, all the goodness in my life, all the, all the things people may say that are so kind or encouraging. It's so cool because it is nothing of me. It is all God. And that is just, a prayer answered right there. Yeah. And obviously 
I just find it inspiring that he's using you because you always say, you always point it back to God. It's never me. And I think God's going to continue to bless that because it's all glory to God and you never will take the credit for yourself. I mean, anytime I've complimented Alyssa, it's always been like, (laughs) well, God, God has done this to me and God has given me this ability to serve him. And it's just inspiring because it's easy when you're getting compliments and getting all these things to get it filled and put it back to a me aspect, but really it's a God aspect. Um, so with that, I just, for people that don't know your story, can you give me a little bit about your testimony and have you always been a follower of Christ or, um, new to faith or just tell me a little bit about it. Yes, for sure. So I was very privileged really as an adult. I realized what a privilege this is. Um, both my parents, uh, know and love Jesus. And so we grew up, uh, my parents were saved prior to any of us entering the world. And so I'm the oldest of five siblings. I have one brother, three sisters, and all of us grew up in the church, um, actively involved in the church and, um, you know, knew Jesus from a very early age. I want to say I like truly accepted Christ into my life as Lord of my life. Um, when I was seven years old with my parents and, um, of course, even growing up in the church, a lot of times we can think, man, we don't really have a testimony. You know, we may not have this crazy transformation, so to say, of like a darkness to light or yeah. things like that. However, again, going back to life is still hard. We grow, we struggle, we learn, we fall down, all these things. And so throughout my life, I have still, though knowing Jesus, had high points, you know, those peaks and then the low points, those valleys of really God working through hardship to show me who he really is and what he can do and his good plan. Um, So it hasn't been all, you know, peaches and cream or whatever kind of (laughs) (laughs) saying it might be. I don't even know. Roses, peaches and cream. I don't know. Um, so it, it has not been that, you know, throughout my life. There's like those good seasons and there's really hard seasons. And um, so I feel though my testimony is, again, having joy in those circumstances and joy that can only come from Jesus as we're walking through hardship. Um, you know, we're in a current season even right now with our oldest um, where our worlds just got rocked this year with some diagnoses and, um, just a lot of hardship and really the last five years since he's been born have been hard and we're kind of just now getting answers to these things. And so it has been very challenging, very trying and very hard, but also, you know, God just keeps showing me, Hey, remember when you prayed for this baby, when things were complicated and you didn't even know if you'd be able to have babies all these years ago, And I answered you, I am still the same God that is walking with you right now through this trial, this situation. And, um, I am still here. I am still God and I am present and I'm right with you. And that is where my joy comes from Yeah. in that, in this circumstance, you know, happiness is so fleeting because we have, you know, I've gotten to this point just with where we're at, um, with our kiddo, we're, stuff fluctuates so much that it's not, it was a good day or a bad day. It's like, this was a great moment. And so again, that happiness being so fleeting because mm-hmm. it's this roller coaster of emotion. So, um, 
you know, thankfully it's like, wow, God, you are still good despite these circumstances. And that is, you know, the joy, the hope of heaven that we have in walking through all this. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like what you're saying is the joy can be found when you look back on whether it's in your life or biblically, God has never left a promise. Like he's never unfulfilled a promise. Even if it's, I mean, he said he was bringing Jesus, the son to create like the gap. So we don't have a gap with God anymore. And they maybe thought it was right at that moment, but it was hundreds of years later, but Mm -hmm. he still fulfilled the promise. Yes. And just like, he's coming back. It's been a long time, but he's still going to fulfill it. And so there's never been a moment that he hasn't fulfilled a promise and it might not be on our timing or Mm -hmm. what we thought it was going to be. But he always does. And so that always gives us great opportunity yes, for joy. Absolutely. And a great friend of mine once said, um, as they were recently going through a big transition in their life, um, she goes, sure, it's not easy. But she goes, you know, as far as trusting God, right, it's always harder to really do. But when you think about, when you think about, when has he let me down? Like, not once in my life have I looked back and be like, wow, God, you sure didn't come through. <laughs> However, like you said, it may not be in my time or fulfilled in the way that I think it should be fulfilled, but when has he ever left me doubting him? And like you said, when has a promise ever not been fulfilled? At some point, maybe we don't even see that mm-hmm. this side of heaven, right? But I still keep going, still keep trusting because of the fact he has never let me down thus far. Yeah. So how do you like, I mean, prayer is a huge thing in your life. How do you stay in this communication so that you're like anchored with God and the joy through these hard times, especially right now, if you're going through a hard time, how do you stay refreshed in the joy and and, like knowing what God is doing for you? Well, talking to Jesus, like you said, all the time. And I think everyone that knows me knows that I love to pray and you know, I, they always laugh. I'm like, I feel a prayer coming up. <laughs> you know, here we go. And um, it's so cool. And prayer is so powerful, right? Like we have the word, we have the Bible and reading and learning and the Bible is active and it is alive. And God says it like transforms and renews minds. So obviously being in the word and reading. Um, but then I love talking to God and I talk, I literally talk to him all day long. You know, it doesn't have to be this grandiose um movement of prayer so to say but just sharing god this is how i'm feeling this is you know please give me i pray a lot for wisdom also just in as we're navigating this and um just talking sharing we sharing requests um sharing desires sharing how i'm feeling and um so prayer is a huge part of my life like so big to where i just pray all the time for anyone anywhere at any time. And that has been another amazing area of growth, probably within the last decade, I probably about 10 years ago, I would say that also, again, (laughs) transformed my life. Um, where in Christian culture it is very easy to say, I'll pray for you. I'll be praying. I'm so guilty of that. And well, and I mean, we all are, right? Because it's easy to say, and your heart is right, you know, can be right in the moment of Mm -hmm. saying, okay, I want to pray for you. Um, You're going through a really hard time, or Mm -hmm. I want to ask for prayer for this or whatever it is. And so it's very easy to say, "I'll, I'll be praying. And again, about a decade ago, God was like, spoke to my heart, just do it. Don't just say it, just do it, live it out, you know, um, 
I love that verse where he's like two or three, when two or three are gathered in my name, you know, yes. there I am. And my gosh, if God is in our midst like that, I mean, think of how powerful and humbling and just amazing that is. And so when someone would share a story way back or when it started, someone would share a story. And again, it's a very bold move. It took some growth. It took some refinement to be able to do this, but I just started challenging myself. And as they would share something and, you know, you know, they need prayer. Everybody needs prayer. Gosh, I need prayer on the daily. You know, I'd love people to pray for me, you know, so we all, we all need it. And just being like, can we pray right now? And it's been cool because as I've grown in that and the boldness that comes with that, again, that's, you know, the Holy Spirit moving um, and allowing him to move versus, you know, thinking, gosh, well, what I'm, what if they think this of me? And that's the biggest thing I think is we're like, if we're in a public place and we just drop and pray, what's everyone around going to think? What's this? What's this? And, you know, to me, I'm like, what do we have to lose? Yeah. What do we have to lose? The worst someone, yep. Audience of one. The worst we can say is no. And the worst they could say is no. And God's going to meet us right there. And that is way more important to me than what people think. And, you know, he moves again and this, the power in prayer, you know, there's so much scripture talking about it and it's amazing to be like, let's pray right now. And gosh, God meets us right there. The Holy spirit is moving and it has been something that is so important you know, pivotal in my life and even in coaching high school girls, because it can be something that is, um, very challenging to do, you know, really encouraging them in that growth of Mm -hmm. stepping outside your comfort zone. And of course God refines you and he moves and he grows you. And then it becomes to this point kind of where I am now where I'm like, can we just pray? Can let's just pray all day. Let's just pray, <laughs> you know, yeah. with everyone that we meet and everywhere we go. It doesn't matter. And um, you know, even at work in the hospital, again, there's you know Christianity and politics and different things. And I'm like, what do I have to lose? I lose my job over praying for someone. God's yeah. gonna take care of me. Yeah. You know, and honestly, um, one of the coolest things too with labor and delivery and working in that is. And probably any time in the hospital, patients are at a very, probably their most vulnerable state. You know, here you are having your baby, you're not comfortable, you're exposed in ways that you would yes. never be exposed. And, you know, I think of it, right, being the hands and feet of Jesus, caring for them, literally caring for them in every possible mm-hmm. way. And um, sometimes it can be really scary. And sometimes things do not go as planned. And um, not once in the good and the bad. I don't think one time in over nine years of doing this, have I had someone say, no, you cannot pray for me They're They've usually been pretty receptive and willing. Um, either they know Jesus or they don't, they've been receptive. And it's so cool. Cause it's like, we just invite God into that room in that moment yeah. of what it is that's happening right there with us. And he meets us and you feel his presence there. And I think even someone that doesn't know Jesus, Mm-hmm. I mean, the Holy Spirit's powerful, right? And mm-hmm. you can feel it. And you're like, what? what's yeah. this about? What is different? What's going on? What is this here in the room? And it's Jesus. And it's so cool. And I think like, even when someone says no, you don't know what the Holy Spirit's going to do with that. Even yeah. if they said no, like the thought that someone thought of me or cared enough to notice that something in me was mm-hmm. going wrong, if they're not 
bold enough to say, yeah, you can pray for me or they don't feel comfortable with that, but you still don't know what God's going to do with that and how you just even thinking about them can change the course of their day or their life. Even it's just, I think if the Holy spirit calls you to it, he's going to use it. Oh yeah. It's not just wasted. And so when we, feel the Holy Spirit, that's when you've got to just be bold. And yeah. if God's calling me to it, he's going to be faithful through yeah. it. And he's going to be there with me. And it goes back to, I mean, when are you going to see them again? If you're really worried about them. Missed opportunity. Or, exactly. Yeah. And I found that whenever I don't do something, I feel like the Holy Spirit has told me to. Because I'm like, well, I don't know if I heard that right. We second or, guess it. Is that the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit? And then afterwards, all day long, my mind's just on it. Like, I should have done that. Yeah. And so I just think, like, when you hear it, you got to listen to it. Yeah. And that's God's way of using you. Yeah, it's been really cool. So again, a huge part of my life, just getting through hard times, especially with this year, just crying out to God and and praying and, um, you know, asking for wisdom. And even the Bible says, you know, you ask for wisdom, mm-hmm. just like Solomon did. And God gave it to him. It, it, there are always, you know, ramifications, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. come in maybe the ways... <laughs> Yes. You know how they say you pray for, don't pray for patience because this, these things start happening and you're like, all right, change my mind. I actually <laughs> I don't, take it back. I, I, I take it back. I take it back. Um, but you know, Solomon prayed for that, but again, gaining wisdom, there's hardship in that. Yeah. You know, praying for patience, there's hardship in that. And so there's this, um, you know, it, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it it, it, it can be very challenging Mm -hmm. when you're praying for things that are whether they're small or deep and again I don't think God views anything there's not a small prayer or an insignificant prayer right you're petitioning you're communicating with God so there's nothing that's significant or not significant I should say but um just being like okay he's gonna move it just may not look like how I think it's gonna look which is how this last year of my life has been but he is so faithful so faithful like it'll make me tear because especially in this last year as we have walked through just such um unforeseen trials he just keeps showing me and telling me and kind of what he keeps saying aside from you know joy right in all things and I've come so that you may have life and life to the fullest despite these things that are not going our way is that he goes I have prepared the way you didn't know what was coming, yeah. but I did. And he has surrounded us with people um, in, his, in his timing prior to everything unfolding that have held our hands and walked through this, um, this journey and still are walking through with us. And it's so cool. It's just amazing. And I think that is also where I find that joy Mm-hmm. through this is knowing he really truly has this and he has prepared the way I, and I didn't see it coming yeah but he knew and even though I do nursing I didn't really share this before but um back in September of last year so 2020 um God just spoke to my heart and said hey I've got something different for you I'm thinking okay but again that that posture of God I'm here yeah. I'm ready and I'm willing for you to use me and living in that anticipation, right? Kind of going back to that. Um, he's like, I have a call to ministry for you. And again, we've talked about living this life of ministry, which he had already shown me in my nursing career and my family and friends, all the, everyone that we meet. Um, but it was coming 
on board at church in, in a way that has been the coolest thing. Um, and in a different form of it, just what I never would have thought would ever be. Cause yeah. my plan was not to work at a church ever. We've always served and we've been in ministry and, you know, have been very active in what we do serving, but never, I was like, Oh, well, I, I don't think I'll ever be ever want to work for a church. And God's like, but I have something different. You know, do yeah. you trust me? I'm like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, then this journey has started, but because of that, that was back in September. The timeline is really cool. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And he orchestrated everything and he moved and it'll already be a year come January that I've got to be a part of what we're doing just for the so valley exciting. in a different way, you know, and just reaching people for Jesus. And, um, he has shown me as we came up through May and all this thing, all the things became unveiled, so to say, um, he goes, look at who I have surrounded you with. And now I had this whole new family, you know, support and family and these church, this church that has come on our church that has come alongside of us and the special needs ministry that I've been a part of since Weston was 12 weeks old. It's like little did I know that five years later, they'd be holding our hand as we walk through this. And now this new staff family that I have that is praying over our family, um, walking alongside of this with us again it's just like wow he has set before us for such a time as this these Mm -hmm. people in our life to walk through this not that it's easy but the fact that he has prepared the way is what brings me joy you know and imagine if you weren't available like imagine if you said no to him last year in september or all the other times that he's called you to be bold in your faith and just take a jump with him and imagine if you didn't say yes and like all the things that have come oh I can't imagine I, I really can't that would be pretty crazy to see or to know what that end I'm glad we don't know what that end yeah. is like because I mean I definitely I know that he's working and moving and we're still trusting yeah and I've told you this before but like God chose you to be in this circumstance and he chose you because he knows that you're called for it and that you're capable of it and that like he knows you're the perfect mom for Weston and the perfect person to be in this position in labor and delivery and the perfect person to be in this position in church and he knows that he gave this to you because he knows you can do it and that you're called for it and so I think also just like going back through the perspective that like God knows me he knows this was going to happen and he gave it to me and that he's never left me before he's never going to leave me now and just truly knowing that you were chosen for this and like God's a personal God he knows us more than we know ourselves and so he knew that the deepest part of you was able to do this and that's I mean he would never do something that you can't handle yeah it's crazy it's so true what you're saying when I get to heaven someday I'm gonna be like what were you thinking (laughs) what were you thinking (laughs) I'm not sure about this but okay um but when you and I had chatted just briefly, when you're like, Hey, I started this podcast called chosen and called. Um, it's really neat because, you know, kind of gave me goosebumps because since this new element of, um, you know, serving the church, serving people in this way in coming on staff and having the opportunities I've had of, um, 
you know, I'm not a pastor by any means. I went to Bible college for a very short time um, while I was waiting to get into nursing school. So, you know, I don't have a degree, but I've realized, you know, God uses anyone. He, his disciples, fishermen, a tax collector, this, this array of these 12 people and the walks of life they came from, they didn't have proper training. Yeah. And I used to think, okay, you can only do these kinds of things if you are a pastor, if you are like an ordained minister, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it's like, no, God, when he, when you are ready and you are willing, he uses you, you know, to the fullest, to what he created us to be, our fullest potential to glorify him. And that is just mind-blowing that, wow, I can't believe he, he would use me. But um, I... I could talk about Jesus all day. I'm sure we're like running out of time on this, but um, I just feel like there's so much to say, so much to talk about, so much um, goodness to share. You know, we all have goodness in our lives, even if we can't see it, right? There's, again, it's that perspective shift, but um, I really hope, and it's, again, with you, you haven't asked me about this. It's so cool because I want to just share with people how good he is and the joy that he brings to my life and what he can do when you allow him to be in a position like that and what he can do when you live in anticipation of how he's going to use you and encouraging people to pray and be bold in your faith, you know, and present day. It's not like you're reading a story from back in the day of like, wow, that miracle was so cool. I wish God did miracles like that. I'm like, my gosh, he's doing one in my life right now, you know? And so it's so cool. Um, and even before we met today, I was just praying over the people listening, you know, we, you and I, and you're the one leading this podcast, aren't necessarily going to know the ramifications of this this side of heaven, how God's going to use it and who he's going to touch and how the Holy Spirit's going to move. And that was something that on on my way over here, just driving, just praying like, all right, God, this is so cool. What an opportunity. And, um, I know he's using you already as you've started this and he's growing you and working in your life as you're stepping out in faith, even doing this, right? Cause it is uncomfortable and yeah. you've been bold and you're like, all right, here we go. We're doing this. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited to see how he uses this and the people that it's going to reach and impact. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. I just want to say one verse really quick before we close out that just like sitting here listening to you and if you have any verses you want to share um, that truly just I think of this verse and I think of you mm-hmm. in your life. It says, this is First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And I think that is what all Alyssa just said in a nutshell. I think it is. I think it is. Finding joy in these hard circumstances because our joy comes from the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And joy, that's like what you're saying. Happiness is waves and up and down. But joy, like that is embedded in all situations Mm -hmm. because of the Holy Spirit. And never stop praying. Yeah. That's what you said. (laughs) This verse is you. This verse is you. Just (laughs) always like, and even if it, like what you're saying, just like the small little things. Like even sometimes, like for me during the day, I'll be having a hard time like, Lord, give me peace. Give me patience. Just a quick little thing. Help me. Yes, (laughs) seriously. Yeah. So I definitely think that. I love that verse. And I do think it is 
it's a verse that we can all live out. Yeah. And it says it like step by step. Exactly. It's like so simple. I mean, it's hard. It is yes, hard, but it gives the instructions the simplest, are simple, this, right? Yes. The layout is simple and it's a matter of implementing it. And yeah, I think it is so true. Like that is a verse that if you essentially live by that, just like living by really anything in the word of God, it transforms your life. But that is step by step. You do these things and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it's so powerful and it's amazing. And, um, when we, when, when you sent me, okay, here's what kind of we're going to talk about today, finding joy in all circumstances. It was like, oh my goodness, you know, God, you, you have this sense of humor. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave me goosebumps because joy is one of my most favorite words mm-hmm. ever, like radiating joy. And I think of Jesus and I just think of radiating joy. And I want people to experience that. I want them to see him. Like I said, you know, yeah. it's not me, it's Jesus, but joy. It's just one of my most favorite things. And right now I have this little plaque in my house, one of those little letter boards. And it's funny. And even our Christmas cards that we made this year, the same verse, Philippians 4, 4, and it talks about in all things rejoice. And it's so crazy, you know, that Mm -hmm. rejoice and joy and in all things, it doesn't matter. And I feel, you know, each year, not just the good. And each year when I kind of pick a verse for our card, it's, um, what God has worked on or given us or whatever it is, you know, last year it was peace and he shall be our peace. And that was our verse for our card from Micah five, five. And this year it's in all things rejoice. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cool, though, to see how he's using that here today, even on this podcast and yes. sharing a little bit of our story. And, um, you know, I look at that every day when I'm in my house, you know, all day long I see that. And it's just such a good reminder yeah. and just change in perspective away from circumstances to really the joy in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners? Um. Well, I would love to pray. I know I was thinking I'd pray at the beginning and I apologize. I I know we prayed before you and I prayed before we started this no, I told you and, too, and then prayed over, but um, I'd love to close this out in prayer yes. if that's okay. Yes, absolutely. All right, God, you are so good. Um, your plan is good. You are just quite an imaginative author even as you're writing our stories and um god you have given us life and life to the fullest in you and a joy that truly is um inexpressible and i just pray over just this podcast and for those that are listening god you are alive and active and your holy spirit uh, you transform lives and i just pray that for those listening you know, thinking back, these aren't even my words. It's what you have, um, put into my mouth to share. And I just pray that it is a blessing to those who may need that encouragement today, um, to know that for one, they're not alone as they walk through hardship, but also just your promise that you do walk with us and you are for us and you can give us joy despite these things. And, um, God, may your name just be glorified also in this as we have shared and just talked today. Um, 
you are so good and gosh what an amazing season that we get to celebrate in december just advent you're coming thank you for coming being born for us so that you would then die for us so that we have the hope of heaven and just eternal life in you and um we just praise your name and we just thank you for who you are and what you are doing in our lives as we grow in you each day we love you jesus and um we just ask all these things in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. I know we're going to have to have Alyssa back because I feel like that went by so fast. So much like, to say. Like, so fast and there's so much to say. And like you said, I don't know how much time I have. And so you're definitely, we need to have you back. I think I went so over. Much... I'm sorry. No, don't be. Oh my goodness. No such thing. But thank you again so, so, so much. Yes, thank you for having me. And I'm so excited for you. I love that. This is just something I even got to be a part of in supporting you in this. You're so sweet. Alyssa is just amazing. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you tune into our next episode because I have someone super special coming on and they're going to share so much wisdom. Thank you for listening.